Sure. Hey, you guys, we're just adjusting some camera stuff as we're getting going the day after Christmas, and we're getting rolling already. I'm so excited this morning. We have snow on the ground. How's the adjustment, Karen? We're doing some final camera over here. No? Fine. Okay. Excellent. Welcome, you guys. Day after Christmas, we in the middle of the night, about 2 a.m., 3 a.m., we see God. Oh, not a lot. I would say an inch, inch and a half out there, something like that. When you when you go out there, you think, oh, it's not so, snowing, oh, coming down, but it's piling up. It is certainly piling up. But uh, it's it's absolutely beautiful. Love the snow. The dog went out there, and he was so excited to to romp around a little bit. I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful Christmas and you're able to spend time with your loved ones. You know, 20 gangbusters. It, it is just honest now. We're, we're a week away and we're going to be in ready for it. I want to talk today about brokerages. You know, what's going on at the brokerage though? It's always about agents, agents, agents. And I just got done doing a show about getting licensed again. I'm getting questions about getting licensed for the new year. And is there still opportunity? Yes, there's opportunity. You have to pursue. It is a job, you know. Real estate isn't one of those things of just use. It's, it's certainly not that. It is actually a job. And it is a difficult job. It, it multitask, at least at some level. I'm not certain real estate's going to be a very efficient job for you because you have to be able to track different things apart so you can really take some time and focus. You Not only do you need to take clients to see homes, which can, is, is most people that do. By the way, I am your real estate guru. This is Real Estate Daily, and it is the day after Christmas. I forgot to announce that getting going here as we were adjusting our lighting and things. This is another big, huge one. You know, there's a lot of things to do in real estate other than be an agent. There's a lot of choices that way. But after you brokerages out there, it just makes sense to work for one of the brokerages. You know, it's very expensive to own a brokerage. There's a lot of expense that goes along. It's wildly difficult. And I probably need to spend a series of of times talking about how do you choose? We're going to hit some of those topics today about how do you choose the largest brokerage in your area and figure that's the best fit for you. That's not a good choice. That's not a good way way to choose. What size they are? Just because you had a family member there, just because you happen to see signs of their their type out there. Once again. These are not the good reasons to choose a brokerage. So once again, you have to work for a principal broker that's going to have a brokerage. Get a principal broker license. In Washington, that'd be a managing broker license. And you'd have processes to have that happen. But it's it's long and, and cumbersome and expensive. Very expensive to make that happen. Are you happy there? What would you tell someone about your agent? And what can you tell me about your brokerage? What are the three key assets you would tell them to look for in a brokerage? I'd love to hear from you in the chat about this because it is crazy. For example, 
How much support one-on-one means the license, even though that is a huge part of the contract in, in that 150 hours of training. That is not part of the training that you'll go through is writing a contract to help you with this process. Some brokerages have a lot of help and they will pair you with people to go and do your first one, two, three, four, whatever, whatever amount of deals to get you comfortable and going. Because I wish it was that simple, but it's not that simple. Even show a house after becoming licensed. So you attach yourself to a brokerage. Because the brokerage at that point then has to make an application for you over to the multi-listings service to be a member of the of the ML as well as the local association, which you'll need to be a member of the local and local associations. So you might you might have choices or not. It just depends so much upon all those moving parts and choices that you'll make on becoming a licensed agent within that brokerage will really start so many that these are programs to track leads, help you send messages out to leads, stay in contact with your leads as you're for being involved in these, these type of programs. These programs are often quite expensive and the brokerage might pay for the whole thing or contributor to those support because some brokerages have, you want support, there's a fee for the support. The, the support comes in so many ways. Like I say, some brokerages pair you with another agent. Is choose, choose a brokerage based upon the commission split. Does the brokerage fit you and your purview? Okay, fair enough. Uh, let me tell you, they have to make money somehow, so they're getting fees from you somewhere. They have, they're all over the map. Broke than the fact that they're all doing real estate. It's not that you're just taking that as right from your support systems. Number one is support systems. What does support systems look like? How do they do support? So part of the support system is how do they do their support? Do they actually get together face to face? Well, that, that's harder to get together. I understand that. We have masks and, and, and injections and things, inoculations that we're getting. But you want to know for your own comfort level, what does this look I want you to practical skill set. You may want to think and ask those questions to the brokerage you're interviewing. Is there time for me to actually get together with you and work on this with you? Because Zoom may not work for you as well as, as what a lot of people think. You may be very computer savvy and Zoom still not be the, the vehicle for you to learn this practical skill set. <laughs> I became blind in the early 90s. And it took me a long time to learn how to learn in oral form. Everything is read to me. I consume by the computer reading to me. I use screen readers which they're functional enough to learn with it. 
So I have to, I am an oral learner. Now that is really important to me. Theme, modality that's out there. Understanding your learning modality when choosing a brokerage is critical. It's an online program to get licensed. You very likely did. There are very few face-to-face schools at this point. So you chose an online school to get licensed. Now you need to understand talking. So persuasion that you're going to, excuse me. And your brokerage needs to be helping you or guiding you in a way that you can learn these things. So choosing the correct brokerage, incredibly important. Support systems, I can't say enough about it. It is absolutely my number one thing you have to be thinking about. What is the presence of that brokerage in the community that you want to grow in? Now, a lot of these larger companies, but they will be stronger hoods. And if you know where you want to practice, you need to take currently brokerages. Best fit for you to get started and long-term. The goal would be to find a brokerage that fits you well within the system. Notice I'm not putting on the list. Just remind you, I'm not putting commission on the list. We're looking for what for you've done very few deals, particularly those that are newly licensed and attaching to a brokerage first thing. You're going to have a fight in conditions. A new broker might put in a condition, something like tractor is included uh, in the sale with the value of $35,000. You would never want that as a condition in the contract. I'm just using condition in a contract because you are including a chattel, a personality property into real property. And you're combining these together. I don't want to get into that right now. That is another complication of writing contracts. Next is what software is being used. So third consideration is what are all their softwares that the brokerage is using versus all the softwares somebody else is using. Very different packages of softwares. The transaction coordinator. Are you mandated to use? If you're mandated to use it, use them. Here's something you'll definitely want to know the fees for. On, on transaction coordinators, they can be a wonderful asset for you and bring you up to speed so much faster. Transaction coordinators can be a terrific, terrific asset for you as a new broker coming up to speed. And for the old, you're good at doing, and you don't want to spend all your time on the paperwork. But the paperwork has to be done right. The brokerage for. So they're going to make sure they collect this correctly. Oh, they should be making sure, sure of that. No question. Next, are there office fees? Are there de- what we call desk fees? Now, this usually has nothing to do with the commission stuff. These to just simply be associated on a weekly, somewhat monthly. 
But whatever they are, you want to know what it is. Are the fees... Yet that's something brokerage policy manual that you'd love to know about ahead of 10 deals a year. And I know you all want to do saddle with it with a different fee structure system. By the way, for all the there's a common thought out there since you're an independent contractor at the brokerage cannot demand you to come to a, a meeting. And that is untrue. Come to, even though you are absolutely an independent contractor, they can still demand you to come to a meeting. They don't have to be associated with you. They can simply say, you don't want to come to meetings? We're just associated. Are, how do they affect you? What time of the day are you? Are they? How are they held under what venue? You know, Are they on Zoom? Are they on Zoom? A lot of new people learn better if it can be face-to-face. Just because the ability happens so much easier at that level few topics here today. This is why people join one and then they bounce around. Thousands of people a year in Oregon bounce around from brokerage to brokerage because when they first became licensed and now they realize that their growth has either been stunted or didn't happen or there's gaps in knowledge or it just wasn't right for them. I'll tell you, Mount Hood individual independent contractor, of course. But then when we get to team-based organization and we talk about things as a team, we do face-to-face where we want to help you go through a contract. And if we need to, we do it on Zoom. So for us, it's a both and. It's either way, and we, we try to make it work. But often the, the first few meetings work better face-to-face. We can put you on the big screen in the office and work at work it that way. So you will be so much happier that you took time instead of just jumping in and grabbing someone, some brokerage instantly. You'll be so much happier. There are so many out there. Line up the assets and line up things that you don't like about them as well. You'll be so much better off and you will love your career that much more. I'm your real estate guru. This is Real Estate Daily, and it is the day after Christmas, and we are yet six days away from 20, the year 22, hitting us square in the eyes.